I V M. BQ Big Decisions, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that helps you make the right financial choices. If you were a 90s kid, you would probably have grown up hearing that bank fixed deposits and recurring deposits are the safest and best investments. It was a sign of the times. It's possible that either your parents or someone that they knew burnt their fingers in the stock market. In 2019, these deposits are still among the safest investments available. But are they still the best? I suppose it would depend on what you need them for. This is BQ Big Decisions and I'm Alex Matthew. Thanks so much for tuning in. Joining me now is Amol Zoshi, the founder of Plan Rupee Investments. Thanks so much for joining me today, Amol. Alex, pleasure to be here. Amol, I think it's a very topical conversation to have. Sure. Uh, deposits, bank deposits of all kinds and the reason we're talking about this of course is because the equity markets or rather the outlook for the equity markets at least for the short term is looking just a little jittery. Right. Markets have been volatile uh, in recent past and obviously that has made people doubt about the future as well and little bit of economic slowdown that you see about yes it's it's very topical Alex. And and more and more experts are advising caution you automatically think about the safe investments available out there. Uh, sure. From the perspective of the advice that you give to your clients right. where does fixed deposits or deposits in a bank rank? Right. Uh, so Alex as we know fixed deposit the name itself gives you confidence that I'm this is something fixed there is a fixed tenure you will you are going to get a fixed rate of interest on it fixed deposits are evergreen products most of the time your first salary or your first check that you deposited the earnings that you deposited probably went into a saving account and there is a good chance that you probably have had fixed deposits or RDs also so these are definitely uh, as I uh, as I said earlier these are evergreen products but the utility of fixed deposits will depend on what exactly are you trying to achieve mm. if that is utmost safety if that is what you are trying to achieve these products really are evergreen they continue to be very very uh, fruitful for you as an investment instrument mm. if you have other avenues or other benefits in your mind sorry not avenues benefits like tax efficiency or higher returns then probably you will have to diversify from fixed deposits to other products as well you know i'd like to talk about all the benefits uh, involved in holding bank deposits but before we do that let's talk about the context as we stand um, there's a lot of people who've actually said over the last couple of months in the equity markets it's been one step forward and two steps back right. so assume and i'm giving you a hypothetical scenario here you have a lot of individuals out there who have substantial funds that are lying idle mm -hmm. in their savings bank accounts which we'll get to in a bit you right. shouldn't do that right. but if they've been uh, you know thinking about putting money into the equity markets and they've been waiting for the right time which again you shouldn't do mm -hmm. at this point would you say that they should hold on and perhaps consider a bank deposit Right Alex so see if you have been first time investor uh, or or investor who has recently kind of suffered the equity market volatility and if your additional funds are in bank account then i would say probably you should stay put however if you are a seasoned investor there is a very good chance that you are not stayed into fixed deposits at all mm. there are comparable products and i'm sure the flow of the conversation we will get to those products right. but i would say uh, my answer brief answer to this is if you are existing if your existing funds are in say 
savings account or a short term fixed deposits you can stay put in that instrument okay so from the perspective of safety we've established that fixed deposits recurring deposits bank deposits as a whole yes. are right up there but if we're talking about the rates available mm-hmm. and this is again very topical because right. just last week you had the reserve bank of india that cut rates again sure. uh, so it is uh, consecutive rate cuts this time it was by 35 basis points a long story short in the recent times there have been cuts by over 1 percentage point so Correct. the rates are coming down yes. and that makes deposits less attractive Yes, it uh, uh, it certainly does. Uh, uh, in, and and you mentioned. Let me also uh, talk about nostalgic time, nineties kids. So uh, probably uh, all those nineties kids were very young. But people would remember that in early nineties, fixed deposits or even PPF rates were in double digits, as high as twelve or fourteen percent. Mm. From those levels, as the inflation has moderated, fixed deposit rates have been continuously falling from twelve, fourteen levels to ten, to nine, to eight, and currently sub seven. Mm. After the recent cuts fixed deposit if i'm not wrong one year fixed deposit will yield you somewhere between 6 and 1/2 to 7% uh, there is very important point of taxation again we will get to that in probably in in our flow of conversation but if 6 and 1/2 to 7% or 6 to 7% is your target return before tax pre tax then fixed deposits again would be a suitable product for you but if you really give it a thought as to what is the kind of inflation experience you are having as well as what is the lifestyle creep in the sense enhancement in your lifestyle mm. your inflation experience is probably higher and again there would be a small question mark as to whether fixed deposits are really right products for you to invest in okay now i think this is the perfect uh, point in the conversation to jump to financial Uh, planning theory okay. uh, and i want to understand from you in terms of the scale or the spectrum mm-hmm. of uh, instruments that are available to put money in right. uh, you wouldn't re- really rank uh, deposits up there in terms of wealth creation in terms of growing your capital uh, so what really are the purposes that you can uh, employ deposits for Right so uh, Alex you employ deposits if you are absolutely a fresh novice new investor then you employ deposits to first of all get you higher returns than saving account as you know most of the banks larger ones your saving account rate of interest is 3.5% right 3.5% just doesn't cut it we all know that all the listeners would know about it too instead of 3 and 1/2 if you want to go at a higher rate of uh, you know earnings uh, from your money then you should look at fixed deposits that's number one first purpose second one is if you are looking funds just as a temporary deployment mm. you want to use your funds 6 months down the line for a vacation 2 months down the line for your child's fees payment or something like that then also fixed deposits probably are good instruments but alex let me again touch upon uh, something what you said wealth creation right. fixed deposits i'm very certain in my mind are not an instrument for wealth creation mm. especially because the rates are as especially because are. Uh, wealth creation so now let's uh, wealth creation would differ for each investor each individual mm. quickly what does wealth creation mean for me so for me wealth creation is you should be able to beat inflation number 1 mm. beat inflation on a post tax basis mm. number 2 and beat inflation on a post tax basis and then get some return over and above it mm. that's my uh, definition of wealth creation now if you have a fixed deposit rate of 6 to 7% if you happen to be in a 20 to 30% tax bracket mm. you are not post tax on a post tax basis you are not going to get more than 5 5 and 1/2% now when your inflation itself is about at these levels you are not really making any money by investing in fixed deposits and 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 hence the answer my answer to what uh, um, question you asked is fixed deposit please use it for 
short term fund parking mm. please use it if you are an absolutely new investor yet to meet an advisor planner yet to know about other financial products but as soon as you make a beginning there are better products those are tax efficient and probably having better return available for you okay now i do want to talk about the various types of deposits very quickly and most people are familiar with the available options mm-hmm. uh, there's the savings and current account deposits which banks fondly call casa they like sure. it so much yeah. that they've given it a nickname yeah. uh, then there are also fixed deposits and recurring deposits which we've spoken about briefly yes. and then there's something called a flexi fixed deposit i must admit that i haven't read too much about this okay Do you want to talk about it a little bit? Sure, Alex. So, flexi fixed deposit. Uh, some banks have a different name called that sweep in, sweep out. The basic idea is you give a, a minimum benchmark of amount to that stays in your saving account. Let's say one lakh rupees. Mm. Any moment on end of the day, if your account is in ex- account balance is in excess of one lakh rupee, let's say for a moment two lakh rupees, mm. then excess amount of one lakh. Mm. 1 lakh is minimum in saving account 1 lakh excess amount gets automatically converted to a one year fixed deposit okay. where you earn higher return than saving account that's the simplest explanation of sweep in sweep out deposit mm. or a flexi fixed deposit but there is no penalty that is levied because i understand in a fixed deposit a right. normal fixed deposit yes. if you break it before the term is completed okay. there is a penalty on there the is a, some there is something called as premature withdrawal penalty correct but in flexi fixed deposit since the idea is in enhancing investors or customers return there is no penalty if you happen to withdraw the excess amount prematurely hmm. however you will not get one year fd rate which is always higher than a lower uh, bracket suppose uh, you happen to in- uh, redeem your amount or um, redeem your uh, excess amount deposit let's say in 6 months period of time mm. and over a 6 month period if the rate of interest is 5% mm. then instead of 1 year 6 and half you will get 5% for the excess amount that you have withdrawn understood okay now i, I briefly did mention about casa uh, which is a savings account and current, current account yes. and the reason why banks like it so much is because they don't have to pay too much interest on it which is not good from the perspective of the person who is holding those deposits right? that's correct so, you also alluded to financial planning in between earlier few minutes mm. back one of the basic principle of financial planning is since saving account yields you 3.5% other than your emergency funds other than the money that you are going to need immediately in few days mm. do not leave excess amount in your your savings bank account. so when you say don't leave excess amol as a thumb rule mm-hmm. what would you say is the amount of money that you should generally keep and not more than that yes. since you mentioned thumb rule the financial planning basics teaches that you should have not more than 3 to 6 months of your monthly expenses okay. if you spend 30000 rupees a month then something like 90000 to 1.8 lakh meaning 1 lakh to 2 lakh is the amount that you should hold in your bank account if your expenses are 30 if your expenses are 30000 that's fair correct. enough okay now we should also talk about the tax angle right because yes. you you briefly talked about uh, tax and the fact that fixed deposits don't rank very highly in terms of post tax return sure so how do we understand the tax on interest that you earn from deposits okay so uh, it's very simple to understand again the interest that you generate from fixed deposits gets added to your total income and hence it gets taxed at the rate of marginal tax left for you so okay. this is slightly technical although i was able to fit it into one line <laughs> but even simpler explanation is fixed deposit interest will be taxed at your inter, uh, at your tax bracket so, so if you are all at, deposit interest 
that is all deposit interest yeah. i am talking about fixed deposit hmm. saving account deposit interest generated out of saving account has some exemption to it hmm. but currently we are talking about fixed, fixed deposits deposit. so right. for fixed deposits if you are into 10% tax bracket then you will pay 10% tax on the interest that you generate hmm. if you are in a 30% tax bracket you will pay 30% okay and if you are talking about the interest that you earn from all deposits how how do you so how do in you savings account for a non senior citizen interest earned per annum up to 10000 rupees is tax free right. so in uh, suppose if i had to assume that your saving account yields you 4% then deposit that you keep in saving account up to 2 and 1/2 lakh rupees is tax free why 4% of 2 and 1/2 lakh is 10000 and 10000 is tax free but again it's not very prudent to keep such an high amount because although it is tax free your return is still 3 and 1/2 or 4% correct and for senior citizens there's a, there's a higher amount yes that's that's 50000 rupees that's correct Okay um all right so we've talked about the tax aspect of it uh, what are the alternatives let's talk about the alternatives now fixed deposits like we mentioned at the start is a safe investment that's and correct. that's why people gravitate sure. towards it uh, but there are other options available in uh, in debt securities how uh, that's what, correct what so uh, uh, alex uh, there are various other debt securities or debt products many of them are offered by government entities uh, i can name ppf i can name postal deposits hmm. but if i club all of them with fixed deposits because tax efficiency for all the products other than ppf it's something you know tax efficiency is missing if i had to straight away come to capital market then debt fund it's something that comes closest to the fixed deposits mm. i am not trying to say all debt funds because there are various debt fund categories but i would say uh, something like liquid fund mm. is uh, it's something that comes closest to the fixed deposit mm. and it has couple of advantages as well in fixed deposits let's take one year fixed deposit example mm. there is a premature withdrawal penalty if you exit before one year right in liquid funds you can exit in one day one week or one month there is simply no premature withdrawal penalty or no exit load so liquid no. fund is something that comes closest to a replacement mm. from capital market to a fixed deposit product and it's also the first step that you would take to become a more uh, uh, a savvy investor that is correct say. liquid fund should be your stepping stone into capital markets fantastic okay uh, apart from liquid funds do you want to name any others uh, i would say once you experience liquid funds and assuming that you are still a beginner still learning the ropes of mutual fund or fixed income investing i would say that if you have a 3 year sort of a horizon then ultra short term funds or even better banking and psu debt fund this is the category that you should keenly look at but there are risks involved in these debt funds and we've heard about uh, recent occurrences where there has been side pocketing let's not get into the details that's of correct. that but that's correct there is a little risk involved uh, in mutual funds as as mutual funds always all the advertisements of mutual funds will always say that subject to market risk even debt market or debt instruments are subject to some risks mm. but as i said if you start from liquid fund get an experience of how the fund behaves mm. and i'm sure that your experience is going to be very close to fixed deposits if not better considering the no exit load sort of other advantages and then if you go to subsequent categories by knowing the risk as well as the potential rewards mm. so mutual funds do not just have risk mm. they have rewards like tax efficiency they have rewards like um, 
potential for higher return generation mm. once you understand this then i think you will be comfortable to see the volatility and still stay put to get those benefits i was going to ask you about the tax efficiency it is right. clearly more tax efficient yes. uh, because of indexation benefits also yes if you stay invested for more than 3 years there is a clear cut benefit called as indexation benefit let's can i give a quick, quick example suppose your debt fund earns you 7% return mm-hmm. you have been investing for 3 years in that product mm. within those 3 year period if the inflation has been 5% then on 7% uh, on 7% capital gain the interest is charged on post inflation interest only Which or post inflation capital gains only sorry interest is a not, not right word uh, in mutual funds capital gain is a right word mm. which is 2% as you rightly identified on this 2% flat 20% tax is charged mm. which is nothing but post indexation tax Benefits. bracket is flat 20% so this is hugely tax efficient if i to give you an example also uh, 20% of 2% is 0.40% so mm. 7 minus 0.40 your return will be 6.60% post tax which again is substantially higher compared to fdr of 5 5.5% especially especially if you are in the higher tax bracket especially if you are in a higher tax bracket yes okay so i'm all the bottom line and we're coming to the end of the conversation here you're not going to have any major capital appreciation from a bank deposit that's i think that especially on a post tax basis yes. yes so so what would your advice be finally to our listeners i would repeat what i said earlier if you are an big if you are a beginner investor if you are yet to get a proper your own study and understanding of capital markets or if you do not have an advisor then fixed use fixed deposits and saving account as your temporary funds parking avenue or instrument hmm. get a good advisor or try to learn about the products various other tax benefits they all the products that we discussed in this uh, last few minutes and then use fixed deposits as a stepping stone to graduate to those products where you have a chance of earning higher return as well as chance of saving on tax component you know i think this Uh, is is very uh, or it resonates very well with an earlier conversation that we had mm-hmm. on EQ big decisions which right. is the first steps that you need to take Correct. in your financial journey and and the advice that that financial planner had uh, given mm-hmm. was that you need to understand how you spend so perhaps in the first few months of an investor trying to understand how much they spend and where they spend they could right. use these bank deposits sure. as you suggest yes. but it's been a fantastic conversation amol thank you so much for joining me today and really taking us through the ropes on bank deposit thanks for having me for the show alex thank you well dear listener it's been a great conversation and i hope it helped you out do let us know what you think on any one of our social media platforms and do stay tuned there's a lot more coming up in this space this was bq big decisions on bloomberg quint if you enjoyed big decisions check out some other podcasts on the ivm podcast network you can check out paisa vesa hosted by anupam gupta advertising is dead hosted by varun dogirala The Ronnie Screwwala podcast hosted by Ronnie Screwwala or Cyrus says hosted by Cyrus Procha. These shows are available on the IBM podcast website, app or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello everyone, I'm Zane. I'm Avanti. And welcome back to a brand new season of Marvel's Lost and Found. A show on mental health and its stigma and we're kind of making it an open conversation. Pretty much, yeah, and we're really really excited about this season because we have a number of guests on and we'll be talking about things like addiction, grief, children and mental health. Exactly, children and mental health and our listeners have also written in yeah, this time. Yes, and, and we have an episode dedicated to that. 
Yes, and guys, thank you so much for writing, and we really, really appreciate it. And we're really excited for you to tune in on Tuesdays on the IVM website or app or wherever you get your podcasts from. And you can find Marbles Lost and Found on Facebook, or you can find Marbles Lost and Found on Instagram as well. Uh, the handle being Marbles Podcast India. Can't wait for you to tune in. Thank you very much. See you guys soon. Are you constantly seeking happiness? Wondering how to make the most of every day? How not to let your inhibitions stop you from achieving your goals? It's now time to get your A game on. It's time to unlock your true potential. Tune in to the empowering series with me Zarina Poonawala to feel empowered in all genres of life. From behavioral skills to management skills, from health to relationships, from mental well-being to emotional well-being. and of course your finances i've got you covered with these tips and tricks from me zarina and true life stories from my amazing guests you're bound to bring your purest to the table tune in to the empowering series with zarina punawala every thursday on the ivm podcast app website or wherever you listen to podcasts